0: The processing about grief is imperative. Process, process, process. I can't say that word (laughs) enough because the unhealthy piece of grieving Mm -hmm. is to not process and to stay in the bed and never get up. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist, and I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years, and we love talking about therapy,
1: faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. So welcome back to the Tangible Truths podcast. Susan, I'm happy that we're hanging out today. Oh, me too. So you and I have been having some conversations behind the scenes that have been kind of personal. Yeah. Um, Our family has recently gone through a loss Mm -hmm. and it's just been really hard for Mm -hmm. us. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I'm realizing loss is always hard. Yes. But you think you're prepared for loss until it happens. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, wait, this is a lot harder Mm -hmm. than I thought it was going to be. So it's got me thinking a lot about grief and what it looks like to grieve. And then when I'm sitting with my clients, I'm in this state where I'm grieving. So I'm more sensitive to other people's grief Mm -hmm. as well. So it's just kind of bringing all of this to the surface, this idea of grief and One of the things I realized is we don't deal with grief well in our culture. Wow. That is so true. Right? Yeah. We just kind of like avoid the subject Mm -hmm. when grief happens. We want to pretend like it's not there. And so I thought, because, you know, we
0: don't like um, avoiding things that are hard. And we don't know what to say when yeah. people are grieving. We don't know what to say. So right. a lot of times we say nothing mm-hmm. and then people get their feelings hurt. I mean, the whole thing is sometimes awkward, Yeah, you know, for sure. And, but, but we want to say something, but again, right. Don't know what to say. Yeah. So yes, you're right about the culture. It can be really hard. So be. let's just start with like, what is grief? Well, loaded question. Uh Grief, I'm going to say very briefly. And when we've talked, when Mm -hmm. you and I've talked in general and when other interns even that have come to me with that, I say the big picture is grief is loss. Right. And grief is all loss. So generally, when people think of grief, they specifically Mm -hmm. think of Death. Right. Someone has lost, you know, life. Someone by death. Yes. Which is a very common very. way
1: that we enter into a season of grief. Of but you're grief. saying that grief is more than just
0: lost through death. That's right. Yeah. And I'm saying grief is lost, period. For instance, as a therapist and like when you came into the therapy world, mm-hmm. it was like every session you ever do, Carrie, yeah. will be... About grief. It will be grief there.
1: Yeah. And you don't think that going into it. No. But then you get into a little bit and you kind of look back and you're like, oh, that is grief
0: work. Like every single bit of it. That is what Susan meant. Yeah. Yeah. But not until you get into it. Yeah. Because yes, it can be loss by death, Mm -hmm. but also loss of relationship, Mm. loss of job, loss of friendship, Mm. loss of identity. Oh, that's a big it's, one. It's a big one. We work with that a lot, don't we? Yeah. In I'm even thinking like loss of expectations. Loss of expectation. Like so my parents loss. weren't the type of people I needed them to be growing up. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So we're talking loss okay. in every session that we are working with people. Mm-hmm. And loss of expectation and loss of identity are two big Those ones. are huge. Yeah. They are huge. So loss and grief is what, what I'm talking about when I'm talking about grief. And you grieve though You grieve Mm. the loss of an expectation, right? You grieve the loss of that family of origin that when we peel that onion away Mm -hmm. and we're talking about some of those expectations and griefs and all that, we're, we're grieving those. And so that's, that's what we're talking about. I'm even thinking, you know, I've got
1: a couple of clients that come to mind Mm -hmm. who are coming to therapy because they're going through a divorce right now. Yes. And. They're not just grieving the loss of that relationship, mm-hmm. but they have said to me, who am I if I'm not a wife? That's right. And that's just this huge loss of identity right. of trying to figure out, like, I have to let go
0: of this part of me that defined right. who I was before. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And I'm going to go ahead and say what grief really to normalize it. Mm mm-hmm. For people, because you mentioned the culture really doesn't know how to handle grief because they also see it as it should be handled this way. Mm. And I'm just going to try to normalize it just a little bit if I could, because grief really is it's very unique per individual. Right. And I want to normalize that for mm-hmm. people because it's really a, an enigma. Uh-huh. <laughs> grief is an enigma. Yeah. Even though it's something we all experience yes. multiple times over the course
1: of our life, it still is something that we can't explain no. or really
0: grasp. No. It's like putting jello on a wall. Uh-huh. That kind of enigma. <laughs> yes. It really is. Yeah. Because if you were to tell me you handled grief- this way. I'm going to go, okay. I'm angry with, okay. Yeah. You're angry because, grief is a zigzag. You may be angry one day. There are books that are written right. that there are five stages of grief. Then you'll pick up the next book. There are seven stages of grief. Pick up the next one. There are 12 stages of grief, right. nine stages of grief, 15 <laughs> stages of grief. So I don't, I don't really pick up those books because yeah. I know it, it's very individualistic if, if I could put it that way. Right. It depends on the individual and how they go through grief. So you have to really, I don't mean This is a cliche, although it sounds like one. Mm -hmm. You literally have to meet people where they are Mm. on their own grief and what they're experiencing, the loss. That they are experiencing and really meet them there because it is a zigzag. You may be angry one yeah. day and then you may, you may be at a different place the next day mm-hmm. and then you may be back to, ang- and you may feel better like, oh, I'm moving forward. I'm feeling better. And yeah. then two days later, you may be back to anger. Right. And that's very normal yeah. in the process of grief. Absolutely. And loss. Very normal. Yeah. So I'm normalizing that. Mm-hmm. And, Here's another thing. You cannot compare your grief to your neighbors or to your mothers or your friends or your sisters or whatever. And we can't do that to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's completely not fair. Mm -mm.
1: Yeah, I was talking to someone once in a class that we were talking about grief. And, you know, the, the question came up of like, if your mother died, does that mean you can sit with a client whose mothers died and understand how they feel? Oh wow. And the answer is no. You can't, because mm-hmm. I have a different relationship with my mother than you do, Susan. That's exactly right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so you can't assume mm-hmm. that your grief over losing your mom mm-hmm. is the same as someone else's grief over losing their mom. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're estranged from someone, if you have a terrible relationship with mm-hmm. someone and that person dies, your grief's going to look completely different. Completely. Than if your mom was your best friend. That's right. You know? That's right. And so so like even when it's like the same experience, you mm-hmm. know, it's completely different mm-hmm. the way we respond to that. So I love what you said about like we I can't compare my grief to mm-hmm. someone else's grief no. because it's not the same. No, You know, even in our family right now, we just lost our dad and grandpa mm-hmm. and Every family member is grieving differently because Mm -hmm. every family member had a different relationship with him. So true. Some of the grandkids were closer to him than others, you Mm -hmm. know, and the kids have different personalities. Mm -hmm. And so a really emotional, heart on her string kind of kid's going to grieve different than someone who's more quiet and stoic. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's a good reminder, like... Let other people grieve the way
0: that they want to, and you grieve the way that you
1: want to, and that's Mm -hmm. both okay.
0: Uh, They're both okay. And I remember you telling me all the kids were processing this with you. Yeah. And they were processing it very differently. Sure. And so, but I loved it. Healthy was that they were processing it with you. I Mm -hmm. mean, so everybody does that. That's very healthy to Mm -hmm. process, whether they're. Processing it with a human? Yeah. Are they processing it on paper? Right. Are they processing it with Jesus? Mm -hmm. Because some people, when they're grieving, some people come, and you've heard this before too, many times in session already, I'm sure, they're not happy with Jesus. Yeah, you know, they're mad. Mm-hmm. And how could you allow this to happen? Right. All that. So yeah. they're processing and you can't shock God. Yeah. You mm-hmm. can be all the emotions. He knows this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing you can say that he doesn't already know that you're going to say. Yes. And so he knows all things. But you can process with God and be honest because he also knows pain and suffering right. more than anyone, mm. and so he meets us again, exactly where we are in our pain, yeah, so I, I think that is really key here too. Mm-hmm. The processing about grief is imperative, process, process, process. I can't say that word <laughs> enough, because the unhealthy piece right. of grieving mm-hmm. is to not process. And to stay in the bed and never get up.
1: Yes. And going back to what we said at the very beginning, we don't grieve well in our culture. Yeah. I think that's kind of normalized, you know, uh-huh. like we're told to like, we'll get over it. Move uh-huh. on. Yeah. Hurry up your grief process. And the only way to do that is mm-hmm. to take our grief and kind of like put it in a box and put it on the shelf mm-hmm. and not look at it again. Yeah. And then our grief is just kind of sitting there in this
0: really stuck place. Mm-hmm. And what you're saying is that's not good. That's not good at all. And, you know, what ends up happening, you know, you and I were also talking about body work. Yeah. What ends up happening? We feel that in our body. That's so true. Our body reminds mm-hmm. us, hey, you've not taken care of your grief work, and you'll start feeling it in your body, your body will let you know through aches and pains, Mm -hmm. migraine headaches. I mean, I have heard so many things yeah. in my office I've even had it yeah you know I experienced a great a different kind of loss mm-hmm. not through death like right. you have but a different kind of painful painful loss that, a transition in our life and my body yeah really responded to that yeah and until I had to go to therapy myself mm-hmm. and process that yeah and really processing it with jesus because your body you know there's a book mm-hmm. in the name of the book uh-huh. i wish i had named this i wish <laughs> i'd written a book but i didn't but you're I, talking about my favorite book aren't you <laughs> yes the body keeps the score right and that is one of your favorite it books is it's one because of my favorite you books. love yeah. trauma work yeah and i mean the body will keep the score right and it will remind you yeah. hey i've not taken taking care of this Mm -hmm. grief work. This loss in my life that I put up on the shelf like Mm -hmm. you so that was a great way to put it. I put it in a box. I put it on the shelf because the world says you've got to get going. Yes. Get over this. Move forward. And and, Carrie, that's what I'm talking about. So many people do want people. Okay. It's time to move on. Right. And they're meaning it well. That's the thing. It's a well-intended gesture to Mm -hmm. say, okay, Susan. Okay, Carrie. It's time for you to go to work now. Right. It's time for you to move on. Yes. uh, because we want you to, it'll be great distraction for uh-huh. you. And I had someone just yesterday that said, my father died. I went right back to work mm. and I was helping others. And she said, it was the worst mistake right. of my life. Yeah, I've not grieved properly. Sure. Yeah. And I said, no, no, yeah. no, 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 you have not. Yeah. And what can happen with
1: that? You know, we're talking about like not grieving and how that kind of manifests in our body. You talked about aches and pains and headaches. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about gut issues that they have with it but the other thing that's really interesting to me is if we don't deal with our grief and we're talking about the body keeps the score which is an excellent book what can happen is anniversaries will come around Mm -hmm. we'll have panic attacks nightmares Mm -hmm. get sick to our stomach that's good randomly out of the blue and then we look at the calendar and we're like oh this is the month Mm -hmm. that my dad died yes i completely forgot yes But our bodies Mm -hmm. remember that and Mm -hmm. hold on to it until we deal with it. That's exactly right. And so, you know, it is important for us to actually go through the process of grieving Mm -hmm. so that we can kind of get to a better place to where both our bodies and our minds and our emotions um, come to some sort of resolution. And it's not that. Grief ever goes away. We never mm-hmm. fully like come to accept a loss. Yeah, but we can get to the point where we can like function
0: and like yes, you know, move forward. Absolutely. I lost my father, mm-hmm. and oh, I I wrote him a letter even mm-hmm. after his death. Yeah, I wrote him a letter because he did die suddenly. It was a heart attack, and I had so much more to say to him. Right, and yes, it's those times that. It's on a Tuesday. It's not. It, it's so funny. It's right. really not on Father's Day. Yeah. It's it's really on a random day that mm-hmm. I wish he could see the grandkids mm-hmm. and and the boys grow up and everything. Where I agree, but he's so much a part of me. Right. And so there's so much joy. I know where he is. there's joy in my heart that when I want to tell him things, I found a letter just the other day mm-hmm. that he wrote Steve and I when we first married, and of course I cried. But there's joy because you know. There's a lot of him that's in me. Yeah. And there was work that I had to do with Mm -hmm. my father, you know, but I did that. Mm -hmm. And to your point, they'll always be part of our lives. But you do get to that point of restoration. Yes. Recovery. Yeah. and, And it's a beautiful thing. It is. And that's with God's help. But grief, the process and processing there's healing mm-hmm. there is healing, yeah, because if there is a loss by death or grief by death mm-hmm. that 's the process you have to do it if there's a loss or grief for loss of job mm-hmm. or like we were saying, loss of identity, yes. loss of expectation. Right. There's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Yeah. And I think
1: it's harder in those situations because we know when mm-hmm. someone dies. Yes. Um, you know, we have those rituals where uh-huh. we have a funeral. We yes. say goodbye. Yes. We gather together as a family, mm-hmm. those kinds of things when you lose a job, you don't really have that, you know, and, and not just lose a job. I'm even thinking like I recently transitioned from a job that I absolutely loved with all of my heart. Mm -hmm. There was grief there and choosing to leave that job to go to a new career field. Yes, And I didn't realize like, I need to actually take some time to process the loss of this. So I think there's not those like social cues. Yes to go through the process of grief when it's the loss of a job or expectation or identity and those things. Yes, so I yes. think this is a really good reminder mm-hmm. for us to kind of like, maybe we are having some chronic pain or recurring nightmares or sleeplessness or one of those things to kind of be like, okay, is
0: there something I haven't grieved yes. that and God wants to bring to my attention? That's exactly right. Even lack of concentration is a big one. Wow. Yeah. I hear people say, mm-hmm. you know, I have a foggy brain Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. or whatever, but it, is one of the symptoms. Yeah, it, it, it truly is. So our body really does. I love that title. Uh-huh. It really does keep the score. Yeah. I mean, and but because God fearfully and wonderfully made us yes. for different reasons. I mean, all these signs. So we need to look to him and ask what's going on. Yeah. What have I not released to you, mm. God? What is going on in my body? Yeah, He is so great about that. Yeah. So anyway, grief is an enigma as mm-hmm. I s- first started. Right. It's like jello on a wall. Yes. But I hope that this conversation also normalizes yeah. grief for people, mm-hmm. that grief is also healing. Grief work can be healing yeah. because it's a sign that we need to do some work with Jesus in our and mm-hmm. and some work within ourselves. Yeah.
1: And also the fact that we need to grieve mm-hmm. is a reminder that we loved something yes. or someone And in that beautiful. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so I have more questions for you. So can we continue this conversation next week? Because I really want to dig in with you. Okay. Like now we know grief is normal. Mm-hmm. It involves a lot of losses. It looks different for everyone. But we've talked a lot of today about like you actually need to go through the process of grieving. Mm-hmm. So next week, can we talk about what that actual process looks like and get into some kind of like tangible? This is what it looks like to grieve and mm-hmm.
0: to grieve in a healthy way. I think that would be a great idea since it's such a big, since it's Jello on a wall, (laughs) maybe we should nail that down. A little more complicated. All
1: right. So before we end today, though, we always want to leave you with a tangible takeaway, something small that you can just put into your life right now and remember. And I think today's is an easy one. And that's just a reminder that there's not a formula for grief, that everybody grieves differently. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we need to offer other people a lot of grace a lot when they're grace. walking through grief. Amen. Yes. That is so a that's one way that we them. can be a good friend mm-hmm. to people mm-hmm. is to offer them grace in their grief and realize their process is theirs and it's fine. That's exactly
0: that is a huge takeaway. Yeah. If, if the listeners can get that, well, that would that just be wonderful?
1: So join us next week. We're going to unpack a little bit more of what it looks like to actually walk through the grief process in a healthy way. That'd be great. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.